GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. It's 11.59 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with Music and the Truth Until Dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. Now I'm in here, but I wasn't in here before. All right, we're starting the show off a little bit late tonight because, you know, IRL, as the kids would say. So we go live every weeknight at midnight Eastern. We'd like to thank you to our to joining us tonight for our daily gun show. Let's take a minute and talk about what we're talking about here. Daily, every weeknight at midnight Eastern. Gun show. I grew up around gun shows. I value them. I think they're awesome. I've been to a lot of them. And uh, we called this show the Daily Gun Show for a couple of reasons. And uh, I like to think of it as, well, especially in the big picture, if you look at this thing 1,300 episodes in, very eclectic, very much like a decent gun show. Lots of stuff going on. That being said, we go live every weeknight at midnight, and, well, you know, I used to shoot for an hour. I shoot for an hour because of the audio files, the audio podcasts, like the hour mark, but um, sometimes we go over an hour, and each night we have a different focus. I find that to keep me from going insane, so we're not talking about the same thing every day, but also because I got a lot of... Uh, intent for this show we don't do this show to follow the news of the day we oh by the way is my audio working i'm just assuming it is nobody's really saying anything so uh or are you guys saying stuff to me okay so um we do this show with intent uh, i'm not just doing this show to try to make a bunch of money i would do it in a different way if that was the case instead we're trying to accomplish some things with this show to set an example and to inspire some folks who can do things better than us to see it some other directions than, than they might uh, observe on their own. 
So uh, our goal is to take the, our experience and uh, um, skill set and uh, share that and, like I say, uh, hopefully offer some alternative and some uh, opportunity for evolution or ev uh, the uh, evolution, I guess, the best word, of our conversation. Expansion of our conversation? Right on. Five by five? Okay, thank you. So we'll see how many people show up. I didn't set this show up ahead of time. I'm not playing it on the big channel. This is just for Second Amendment activists, act, uh, people who consider themselves in the game, or people that watch the people that are in the game. Guess what? You're in the game. So uh, not too many people are probably going to show up tonight. Um, but uh, let's dig in. We're about to hit another cycle. So I'm going to, I've already invited uh, somebody to chat next Monday. Uh, Sharon. So we'll talk to her next Monday. Um, she's been through the uh, pendulum swings. She's been through the cycles. Even though she's a young lady, she's seen the cycles and she's read a lot about the cycles from the olden days. So um, we'll ask her or we'll have a conversation with her about uh, uh, tacts. Is that the right word? Like what, what, uh, what, course to set through the waves we're going to see a lot of stuff happening in the next few weeks i tell you what since we've got more people joining in tonight and i'm not at all interested in just sitting here rambling uh let's use this uh text chat a, a, a lot tonight to make this a conversation and if you've got the uh interest and the ability so let me ask what do you think's about to happen this week i've been out of touch i've been doing stuff IRL, as the kids would say. I've been doing stuff away from the computer. Uh, AFK is another way the kids say it. So uh, without paying attention to what's going on today, I can pretty much assume it's starting. We're going to see things starting in the conversations. We're going to see things starting uh, in the sales and marketing. We're going to see things happening in the shops and at the gun shows. We're going to see things happening uh, with marketing from the organizations, right? So what kind of stuff do you anticipate, not just in general, but specifically, if anybody's got any ideas of some specific things that you anticipate or you expect to see? The goal here is not just to bitch and moan or to, I told you so, uh, kids, because we've seen it happen before, but to effectively hack this, this, this subsystem or whatever word is, like hack this, this mechanism that's being used against us. So... Guns are not normalized. Here's how I see it. Guns are not normalized. Therefore, most people are unaware and ambivalent about guns. So when they need to conveniently, strategically, ironically, whatever, lazily need someone to attack, they know that they've got the trusty old law-abiding gun owners that they can just go over and stab them or jab them or stick them or shoot them do whatever they want to them politically, and they're going to get positive stuff from their side because they're doing something, and they're going to get the same response or a same narrow set of responses from our side. And they feel that we're a reliable mechanism, so they're going to continue to wail on us. I say, I've say i been saying this for a while now, and unfortunately, I, you know, you're not going to get too many um, people who are looking at it long-term strategy i think there are some but uh they don't get uh loud enough 
Uh, let's see. So we're seeing some stuff specifically like the Senate will recess without a vote. Uh, and then the recess on the 6th, Biden will moan about it. So in other words, they set this up as a volleyball thing to, uh, so I guess I'm thinking more of as individuals, we, we know this, the, the stuff is in play, right? We know that I'm going to say we, we, we've seen a building being built before. So we see the crane going up. We see the girders all around. We know what's going on. They're building something up in the air. As people who live in the city, we know something's about to happen. They're going to close off the streets. The restaurants are going to close down. It's going to be hard to, you know, I don't know what happens in a city when they build a building. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm talking about. What's the residuals? So I appreciate that we're talking like the big stuff. But in the light of that big stuff, in the shadow of that big stuff, I think we're going to see a bunch of different campaigns to jump on board. Now's the time and this kind of thing. We're going to see a, a bunch of campaigns for these form letters. Um, I'm not sure. Those form letters are there to be a convenience, but the form letters are also there to create credential for the organization. They all think the NRA is somehow replaceable or we can live without the NRA. So they see, I believe, I suspect, because it's happened every single time this way, they uh they're gonna send out you know they're gonna encourage people to use their forms because when they look at the form letters they can tell from the keywords how many of each form were used and then that gives them their their number that gives them their metric that they can use when they talk to congress people and say hey you know you just got a bunch of replies look how many of them came from our wing look how many of them came from our efforts um they don't take that and sell it back to us they're not saying hey more people used our form than any other form therefore give me 30 dollars." so i suspect they're using that going forward as lobbyists hey we we've got all these people behind us therefore listen to what we're saying or am i crazy i think we're going to see some of that though and i don't know if that's good or bad you can tell me i'm going to be riffing on a bunch of different things because i don't have a script i don't care and I'm curious to see what y'all think about this stuff, if you got the interest and inclination to type your answers in there. Uh, let's see. I called dibs on tetherball or the end of the teeter-totter without the splinters. I don't know. And then the thing to make more rules. So make more rules for a distraction. Make more rules because they see their adversary, the NRA, weak. So spin it around and do one of the barbecues attempts to look at it from the other side. I don't, I don't do that. So I'm not doing this with any insight. I'm just coming up with this right now as I drink some ice water after a long day of being dehydrated. Uh, on the other side, um, are they seeing the NRA? having problems and the NRA being something like $350 million at one time, now $245 million at one time, 5 million members strong, now something less than that that nobody really knows, but they all suspect something from half to 60%, you know, some low number. Like a lot of people have not been re, re, uh, renewing their memberships in the NRA. So 
what does the antis think over there? Oh, I bet you there's a bunch of nuance. I bet you they really have a divided uh, conversation with a bunch of different, uh, very similar, but uh, very different, important uh, trajectories on how they think the NRA should go. No, they're looking at that as the NRA is all Second Amendment support and it's faltering, right? So they see the NRA as our giant because the NRA is, well, if you want to look at it on the small side, $245 million. On the last time they showed numbers, $350 million. So you, know, you can plus or minus $150 million, $250 million. We all know, because I won't stop talking about it, that Second Amendment Foundation and Gun Owners America bring in somewhere around 10 to 12, something like that, I think. Somewhere around there, depending on what year you look at. Second Amendment Foundation brings in more because they have the Citizens Committee for the fight for the right to keep and bear arms. However, they do the Gun Rights Policy Conference, which costs probably millions. So is that a wash? I don't know. So the Second Amendment Foundation brings in more money than Gun Owners America. Neither of them bring in as much as the one that fired What's-His-Face for even talking about the $16 million that they bring in, and nobody knows who I'm talking about. So we have at least one organization that everyone doesn't pay attention to that brings in $16 million based off marketing. And we have the uh, other two at the $10 million level. And then we have FPC that brings in like $2 million or something, $1 million. And somehow they're able to do more lawsuits than anybody else, do more effective memes than anybody else, have more lawyers on board than anybody else, have more lawsuits going than anybody else. Like, I don't know. So that's what we got going on right now. Is anybody paying attention to FPC when they say stuff like, fuck off, no, stack up and shut up or whatever? No, of course not. They've written themselves out of the equation. Gun owners of America with their whole, like, we don't compromise except for that one time we compromise, but we don't talk about it. Yeah, come on. Do you think that's really, oh, we're scared of the one guy in the 1990s said, hey, remember the GOA exists, and they keep using that in their marketing. So, yeah, they're doing a bunch of stuff, but are they replacing the NRA in the eyes of a whole bunch of gun owners, maybe, but not in the eyes of all the target shooters, all the hunters, all the trainers, all the just basic go to a gun shop and know something standard about firearms all the scholastic firearms, none of those people are paying attention to Gun Owners America nuance about the NRA nuance. They're not even hardly paying attention to the NRA's ILA stuff. So uh, I think the other side, I guess where I was ranting on there, I think the other side is seeing the, um, the NRA is our giant and they took a knee. Uh, and they think they took a knee because they're bleeding out from the inside because we don't agree. So when they think gun owners don't agree, what do they think? Gun owners don't agree about AR-15s or AK-47s. No, they think that gun owners are divided about their positions, and that at least that's how they're being told, right? Uh, so I'll start reading some of these. Like I said, I was going to. Loads of channels will remind us that the sky is falling with the AR ban in the Senate. AFT, okay, so I, you know, I think that's definitely going to happen. Um, what's frustrating is that loads of conversations. I mean, we know that the people that just repeat headlines are going to repeat headlines that that's all they do. So we know that. And then the people that talk about the headlines are going to talk about the headlines. But it's frustrating that the conversations are going to revolve around that. Is that super annoying if I drink? 
I can mute because uh, I got to keep drinking. I'm super dehydrated. Uh, ATF director will start a new dumb rule. See, I'm not sure what that guy's going to do, but it can't be good. I don't see that guy coming in and being, you know what? Cigarettes are a big deal. And you know what? We should do something to pay people to not smoke, right? Like what if we made some kind of cool vape little cartoon where the vape goes around and he's knocking out Joe Camel and he pokes the Marlboro man's horse or something, makes him go running, you know? So, so everybody wants to start vaping. Or what about them patches? Why don't you all start wearing them patches? So, uh, or maybe you'll be like, hey, you know what's even worse? Alcohol. Maybe there's some alcohol patch you can wear. Wipe a bunch of booze or moonshine on a napkin. You put down your pants or something and then quit drinking. Um, and then that'll be a rule. It's not like I don't appreciate. And it's not like I don't appreciate the form letters. I think what's happening is things are coming in. Oh, I think you're talking about marketing. This little arrow thing is not very good, DJ, at least for me. I don't know what the hell you're ever pointing at with that little arrow because other stuff happens in between. And sometimes they come up in a different order, just FYI, in the stream there. Loads of fear from the antis, also from the pro. Yeah, I haven't. Is there anybody? Do we have a national? I know we don't have a national. Do we have any organization that pays attention to the antis besides mom at arms? Mom at Arms does, but, you know, it'd be nice to have others, like a different flavor. She's she's a regular person, so she's got her preferences and her interests and her, you know, angle that she's going to take. It's usually toward Shan Shan or whoever. So, um, or, you know, a couple others, not everybody. So I, I don't know. I don't know if that'd be worth having on our side, uh, paying attention to them. If we had competent people or some kind of a competent approach to paying attention to the other side that could act as some sort of uh, barometer to their level of actual interest if they're being opportunistic or if they're uh, just really looking for money and we're overreacting to their money grab. So let's put a poll up because I don't have a poll going and there are some people out there who are interested in polling perhaps. So I'm going to open up the poll over here with what are the antis or what is the antis position here. In 2022, not like historically, but this now, right? Right now, the, the antis that are there. What are the anti's positions? What is the anti's position here in, or I should say now, no, position. Yeah, I don't need here, in 2022. So is it they really care about, oh, I shouldn't put all in there. They, let's see, I guess I don't have enough words to type all this. They care about lives and then and are just bad at it or wrong damn it they care about lives and are wrong so i guess that's just gonna have to be wrong uh or they don't care about lives i don't think they do 
uh, they don't, so they don't care about, or let's say they, so in other words, do they actually are do-gooders? And I don't, you know what I mean? Everyone. I mean, obviously Shan Shan's getting paid. I'm talking about in general, their ranks, the people that they look to, to fund their projects and to show up at the rallies. Do those people actually care about what's going on and are just misguided? I would put misguided in there, but YouTube doesn't give me enough words. Uh, or do they see the NRA is weak and this is a time to act and want to, well, I'm just gonna say and strike, but you know what I mean? We wanna strike now. Ah, can't type nothing in here. S-T-R-Y-K-E, dang it. All right, I'll get rid of do. Why do I put do in there? They see the NRA is weak and want to strike is what it should say. Or, or they need the political distraction, right? How do you spell distraction? They need a, how about that, political distraction? Or is it this is a easy money grab? So now you're screwed because you got to pick one of these. You thought you were going to pick one. You're like, oh, I'm picking that one. Now, I didn't give you the default shit out with the other one. Now you got to actually pick one. So now if you're listening to this in the future, you're going to get all upset. You're going to be like, dang it, if I was there, I was going to pick this one. So what is the anti's position in 2022? Do they care about lives and they're just wrong about it? Like they're doing it poorly, but they're, they got good at motives. Uh, do they see the NRA as weak and just see now is a time to strike? This is a time to get us out of the picture. Are they just looking for any political distraction there is? Or is this literally just too easy a money grab and it fits all these other things, but the money grab is the big deal? Are, re are you ready to answer this? I don't know if people are ready to answer this. This might be too real. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna pull my strings with YouTube and I'm gonna make this poll free. So nobody has to pay for anything about this. You can just click on it and answer the poll, go. So the people that will answer this poll will determine the feelings of the gun community on this. So you're welcome. Congratulations. Um, next up, Woods is saying, with the ATF, new bosses have to make it their own. I don't know what that means. Like, you mean they got to go do some stuff to make sure that they're the boss? I don't know nothing about this guy. Dolan the check. No, Dulanicki. I forgot what his name is, but whatever his face is, I don't know nothing about him. I know that he's anti-gun because he worked for anti-gun and he never did nothing for alcohol or tobacco. Uh, so next, DJ is saying it's a reasonable assumption for them that the NRA is the voice for all firearms folk. We know better, but they are the national litmus. So do you know better or do you, know, you understand that there's a nuance? 
there's five million-ish members of the NRA. How many members of any of these other organizations? Let's say two million members of one of them. Doesn't matter which one. Let's just say two million of the biggest one. And then what's the odds that the two million members of, let's say, the second GOA FPC, right? The big, whatever the organization is that's the biggest, more than likely the membership of that organization is also the membership of the other two organizations. So if you drew a giant circle, let's do this. Are you ready? We're going to do this live. A lot of pieces, well, first, they're not going to do anything off script. And second, they're not going to do anything that's boring or weird or scary. So nobody else is going to do this live. We're going to do it live. We've done stuff like this live before. So here's a just word nothing or whatever it's called paint i guess so we can open this up and we're going to make a circle we're going to make it a circle of orange because it's such a good circle this is all gun owners and now we're going to make a circle of what color is the nra stupid color let's put it this weird gray color so this is if that's all if some people say um that there are 50 to 100 million gun owners, I think, is what NSSF says. So I don't know how big to make 5 million out of, you know, if this is 50 million, it should be 10%. So something like that. If it's 100 million, that's how many NRA members there are. Right on. So let's just say this because we don't know the scale and it's easier to see on the screen. So we know the scale's wrong. If you're Mr. Science or Ms. Science, Go away. Go make your own show that's better. So now we'll go over here and say purple. Oh, we already made purple. Wait, we're making NRA this gray color. And then we got to click somewhere. Now we can go to purple and say this. Wait, no, this is the other organization. If that's 5 million, then that's 2 million, right? Something like that. So that's the other organization, whatever it is. And now we're going to go pick in this other blue color is weird color. Oh, no. Come on. Hold on, I gotta sneeze. Pretty sure nobody wanted to hear that. So next we're gonna go to this other weird color and we're gonna say this, come on. This color, we're gonna say this is the people in the next biggest organization, but here's what I'm saying. It's probably like this, right? Like the people in this next biggest organization are probably like this. But guess what? Come on. I'll bet you it's also like all of these people are like this. You know what I'm saying? So I think in reality, we're looking at something like this. And then hold on to your hats because it's about to get crazy. Let's say that this is the next biggest organization. Come on. Let's say that this is the next biggest organization. And it might be because, oh, they're so radical or whatever. Like, it might be something like this, right? Or it might be something like this, where they're also in the NRA, but they just don't like this organization. Or maybe they like both these organizations, and they're just right in the middle there, just barely touching the NRA in there. So that's all I'm saying, is we got some kind of situation like this. But here's the big point about this whole thing. Can I zoom out? No, I guess I can't. The big point is when all everybody else is looking at us, 
I'm going to put a big arrow here. When everybody's looking at us, what are they looking at? NRA. All these other organizations are like, I'm over here too. Me, I'll go forget me. But what are they looking at? They're looking at, oh, there's all these gun owners, but this person is representing them. This one. Maybe they see a second one. Maybe they look and see three, and then they get scared and come back out here and say, it's pretty much that one. They speak for all of them. But then is this all gun owners? No, because there's some person over here who care less about everybody, right? So how many people are, you know, this is a bad scale. The question is, where do you put these circles? We've had a conversation like this before, and I'm not going to make a series of circles, but I think that illustrates my point. I rest my case. So now uh, DJ is saying it's reasonable assumption for them that NRA is the voice for all firearms folks. So we know better. And that's the part I'm challenging. I just think that I think what we do know is that the NRA speaks for all gun owners to the rest of the world. And when there's nothing we're going to do about it, it might make a bunch of people pissed, but good luck. Disney speaks for all stupid cartoons for some people. You know what I mean? Like Mickey Mouse speaks for all cartoon mites. You might not like that if you're if you're uh, Danger Mouse, but it's you know what I'm saying that happens. No, no means no, uh, no, no, no. Uh, what am I trying to say? No offense intended to any mice that may be watching or listening in the future. Uh, FPC emails, especially lately, no class. Yeah, I think. I don't know what they're doing. If they, Do you think FPC is just trying to be the cool kid? Like, oh, we can't be hanging out with the NRA because they're the they're the, the dude bros. So we got to hang out over here with the nerds or the cool kids or whatever. Or no, I guess they can't be cool kids. They have to be, uh, what are they? Like the, well, I don't even know what they are anymore. But, you know, back in the day, they'd have been nerds or something. Woods is saying NRA is a household name and in for the gun owners too, because I think that if you look at this whole picture again, I'm going back to my picture. If this is all the gun owners over here, I'm going to make, uh, don't get scared. I'm going to take and fill this circle in. That's all the gun owners. Um, I don't know how come they all got stuck inside of the NRA. Let's go ahead and adjust that a little bit by turning this color to blue. Oh, wait, how did NRA get blue? They're supposed to be gray. And then the inside color will be solid. And now we'll go back and fill the NRA in like this. So forget about those other organizations, right? In this case, all the gun owners are in yellow. And then all the NRA members would be this weird gray color over here. And that's period. That's it. Like there are some gun owners that are in the NRA, but all these other gun owners ain't in the NRA. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say that all of these gun owners, oops, I guess I have to put that down here. All of these gun owners still understand that the NRA votes for them or speaks for them, not votes for them, but speaks for them. And they don't join the NRA, but they're either like comfortable or upset about that the NRA, but they acknowledge like they're either upset about it or they acknowledge they're either upset about it or they're happy with it. But I think most gun owners acknowledge. And it's just like, now I'm pointing at that little circle. It's just those couple of little circles that are people that are so upset that they're like, oh, I'm not with the NRA and I'm a gun owner. Like, there's just not that many of them. So I think that it's more than just 
household name or household name, I guess what I was saying. I think that also most gun owners would just, I don't want to say bow to it, but would just acknowledge it. Kind of like they acknowledge the ATF and they acknowledge 4473s. And it's not because they love it or they appreciate it. It's just they're like, well, it's the way it is. Thumb up for the algorithm. Thank you for that. Al Gore gets a nickel every time somebody thumbs up something. So he appreciates that too. Damn it. The Shan Shan book is all about create fear, emotional responses. So that's their play. Yeah, I need to, I haven't started reading it yet. I need to find it on audio. Many people are misguided and are manipulated by the fear. Do you think that, uh, I don't disagree. I think, I think a person who is able, who can be manipulated by fear can be misguided, right? Or some people that are misguided have been manipulated by fear. But I'm going to say that's not the state of the human. I'm going to try to say that it's a factor of how many times they've, how much experience they've had, right? Like one, you could be afraid of the dark until you grow up and realize that there's nothing to be afraid of, but now you're not afraid of the dark anymore. You could be afraid of spiders, meet a spider, have a conversation. Now you're not afraid of the spider anymore. You know, there's, there's things that can happen that change people. And that's what I think potentially the other side is playing on and the exploiters on our side for sure those are the ones that are frustrating but you know there's there's people right now that understand the mechanisms that are at play and there's so many new gun owners that's what's so frustrating and i'm i'm not sure if i should participate in the back and forth in the whole game or if I, you know because there's so many new gun owners and like how do you explain to them hey you're going to be manipulated hey watch out there's a lot of pitfalls hey you're about to experience a bunch of stuff, so be aware that you're experiencing it, right? A lot of people want you to just pay attention to now, 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 now. They don't want you to start remembering anything or archiving anything or starting to learn. They just want you to experience, experience, experience. Keep going, keep going, keep going. You don't realize that we started over again. Uh, the money grab is a huge part. I think that's what I was just saying, too. Diddleburger, thank you. The new ATF director is Dave Dittelbach. Thank you. Uh, I'm with you on the circles. Now it looks kind of like a gross olive or a weepy alien eyeball who's got some kind of pus growing on it. That's pretty gross. Uh, much more, wait, more than pretty much. The other organizations are barely at all on the average anti's radar. The average anti, yes. Okay, I'll give you that. The average anti. Because some of them are definitely on some of the radars, so they're scared shitless of some of them. The antis are scared shitless of some of our organizations, and I don't mean the Gun Owners of America, and I don't mean the FPC, of course. I mean the girls. Uh, with the misguided, I was referring to the non-gunners. Like this one? The regular people are misguided and manipulated? Yeah, yeah, no, I think everybody is is like that. I was just saying that everybody has an opportunity to, maybe I'm thinking of it from the gun owner side, but no, I agree with you. Everybody's got that, and everybody's getting messed with from it. Just think about in real life. Like, there's a whole bunch of people that just 
are new to the world. Like there's supposed to be this big group of people that are being born in the 2000s and now, uh, you know, they're a big wave of people or what, and they're just experiencing the world. And if you lived in some city, you think guns are crazy. I don't know what they think guns are. So, you know, they're just out there going, oh, well, now guns are, I'm being told guns are bad. So guns are bad, right? Until there's some narrative or some example to show them the opposite. All right, so I'm going to head back over to the poll. We had quite a few questions out there, but I don't see people actually answering any of them because I kind of threw them out there pretty quick. So going back to the poll, and the poll asks, what is the anti's position in 2022? Are they, is it that they care and they're just misguided and wrong? Is it that they see the NRA as weak and want to strike while that entity is has you know, is down? Do they need a political distraction from other things? You know, so many other things. And the gun owners are a, you know, an easy mechanism. Or is it it's just a money grab and they know that the tetherball game or whatever, they can make money on both sides? It's more than, it's not even like a tether, it's like a, not a tetherball game. It's like they make a tetherball game out of pumping a well. You know, it's like they go, hey, I need a distraction. And everybody's on this side is like, all right, I need money, too. So let's pump the well. And then they go over there and like, you pump it. No, I'm going to pump it. I don't pump it. You pump it better. And all they're really doing is getting everybody's money out of the wallet. So that part of it, it's cynical, but it's unfortunately the case. Like they are making a lot of money. And, you know, I don't know what the deal is. I, I think there's a little bit of all of this. Actually, the question is determining what you think is the priority of the things, but I'm sure each of them is an element in the situation we're in. All right, so that being said, I'm not doing anything here than exploring why we're in this position. So here's the next question, the difficult one, the reason why this is the advanced class and not the let's stand around in the hall and talk about what they said on the news uh pencils up and you can use graph paper for this one or lined paper what do we do this time around what do we do this time around i don't want to suggest that we have to do something different so i don't want to say what do we do this time that we didn't do last time that's what i was gonna say so i want to leave it open for whatever perspective or ideas people might have and i don't want to you know set a leading question or whatever but the question is if we understand that th that there's situations that happen more than once and we've seen them come up happen and then consequences and then time goes by and then circumstances and then boom same kind of thing happens consequences time goes by circumstances arise boom we're in this circumstance again consequences time goes by so what do we do this time that we can disrupt that that we can profit from it so that we can end it so that we can lopsided it to our side so that we can turn a light on the other side so when they're doing it you know if it's uh it's as easy as turning the flashlight at the people on the other side who literally just pull money out of the situation every time it goes on? Is that that easy? Oh, and Maggie put a good one in here. A distraction before the election. 
I guess when I put political distraction, I was thinking of all the political things, but no, it totally works going forward in time, meaning like a political um, candidacy type of distraction too. Yeah, I mean, all of that applies in that category. It's probably why it's getting all the votes. I guess I didn't say the uh, that one is winning. They need a political distraction, has half of the votes out there right now. Then this is in money grab, an easy money grab is getting a, a chunk of the votes. And then just a one vote probably each for they care about lives and are just wrong. And then one person, maybe maybe one or two people are saying that the NRA is weak and that's why they're striking. So if that's your position uh, and you're like aware of something or you're thinking of something that makes you think that, uh, please let us know because I'd be curious. Like I say, I put them all on there so I can see why all of them are part of it or a facet of this whole thing. But I'm curious as to why somebody would think about the them being misguided. Because I honestly think that's the one that we have the best tactic on. We have the best approach or best angle or best potential. If we're looking at this as strategy, it would be awesome if they literally were just wrong. Like they just didn't realize, but they really had the goal of trying to save lives because we know that that's possible, that it is not the things that they're being told will accomplish it. But instead, if they really, really cared about that, we could get through to them. And then, uh, or if we got through to them, I should say, then we could uh, actually save lives. And how awesome would that be? Because if you take all the effort that's being spent on them attacking gun owners and trying to marginalize the possession of firearms, and you took that money and spent it on preventing suicide. And then you took the money that we have to spend and the time that we have to spend defending ourselves and the possession of property. And we were able to take that money and spend it on the prevention of suicide. But what's that world like? Everything would be nerf and there would be nothing sharp. That's what that world would look like. But it would all be free because we'd all have that extra money to spend on it. So it'd be a pretty good deal. Uh, and if you like Nerf, then it's a super good deal. Uh, if you don't like Nerf, you'd have to go to Europe. It'll still be dangerous in Europe always. Uh, let's see. Start with, Woods is saying, start with the people we know, IRL. I know about 20 new gun owners, but are many bought from fear base. Uh, help them understand there's more to 2a um you know way more than i do uh, you know way more people than i do in that scenario or that situation i would suspect that someone new to to a realm that they understand as adults is political like they understand there's a lot to it <laughs> you know they even had to go into a gun shop and buy you know with the forms and everything so I would think that they're aware and you know the people that we talk to or the people that have come around and then left who were you know new to guns and new to the scene and like checking things out uh they've all seemed pretty savvy and aware of the whole political thing i guess there's a big difference between being aware and being active but it seems like we're living in a world in 2022 where people that's kind of the same thing being aware and being active I mean, I'm pretty sure tomorrow we're going to see massive voter turnout, right, compared to normal. 
or I shouldn't say normal, but compared to years past. Lawn darts, nerfs for the fearful. Hmm. What if it was lawn daisies and you just threw a very soft nerf daisy and when it hit the ground it would be a foam daisy but also it would be full of seeds that would fertilize the earth with with seeds well somehow i managed to go 45 minutes i don't know how i did that because uh i just went live tonight didn't have uh much plan other than I like to do the show consistently and there's no way I'm going to talk about news of the day. Uh, we're going to get people that are frustrating because they'll talk a good game like, oh, I don't, I care about moving the conversation forward and blah, blah, blah. But they'll, they'll talk about news of the day out of reflex or habit and they won't get challenged and we'll end up talking about observe observations endlessly. Um, tomorrow's every second matters. So I've invited a bunch of people with a confusing email from what I understand. So I'll be writing everybody in the morning again with a less, hopefully more specific email. So, uh, the goal is to continue a conversation on a regular basis so that when it's necessary to, well, rally the troops occasionally, but also to motivate and to console every once in a while and just to have a place a water cooler slash locker room slash bleachers slash bar stool slash i don't know if you like a table or a booth but you know a place at the table and we'll do let me put that up there actually so at this point we got a number of votes and it's fairly obvious that everyone thinks at this point in this audience that it's a political distraction so next i'm going to put up in a restaurant not some kind of bar not some kind of hipster bowling alley or nothing but in a restaurant table or booth Go. Restaurant, sitting down with other people, not some kind of leaning up against a bar, not some kind of diner situation like Waffle House. Table or booth? And then we'll ask the question about if it's politically motivated, how do we, there's got to be strategy. There's got to be angles that would catch them off guard be uh, to take a tact that they're not expecting and to let i'm thinking of a way to use a keto uh for lack lack of a better move to use their own momentum against them they think they're going to apply pressure to us we step out of the way leave one of our legs in a convenient place for them to trip over and then maybe give them a little love tap on the back as they fall face first, face first into the choya cactus on the ground, which you don't know, but that's a really horrible cactus to fall into. Imagine a bunch of sausages made out of something from hell. That's what choya cactus looks like. We've got seven votes. Booth, 
versus table and booth is winning 57 to 47 43 that's interesting i used to like booths number one if you're fat you don't get that option so it must be nice for you people they'll sit in a booth all the time two you ever look underneath the table in a booth <laughs> number three uh you're stuck what happens if somebody comes in there and starts giving away millions of dollars and they're like hey the first five people that jump up and grab this million dollars and have a million dollars guess what sucker poor people live in booths fast reaction people jump up grab a million bucks um light is the best disinfectant we show how they're being political and don't actually care that's nice so as a strategy i like that and i'd like to see a national level organization champion that or at least a group i've heard of a couple of groups but um just nerds and like remember like every once in a while i know some of y'all have been around long enough to see like somebody will do something on reddit and then somebody will find it and go look what awesome work was done by an individual and then they'll be like oh shucks and then they'll go back to hiding like that's weird. I don't understand that, and and nobody's taking that and taking it and running with it because there's some really interesting stuff in that element. And when people can harvest and understand how to use the data tables and blah 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 and filter and sort and uh, that kind of thing, get a lot of good data, and then. Uh, once we have that resource, that skill set, you know, that ability, then it's much more difficult for them to come at us with the same mechanisms all the time, right? If we can show, and I think I've seen some effective memes where here's what they said last year, here's what they said this year, here's what they said the year before, here's what they said the year before that, and it's the same thing. You know, they've just been copying and pasting effectively. Some of that kind of stuff I think can be effective to uh, the people that are paying attention. And then once you get enough people who are paying attention to have a, a, an awareness that, per, that permeates throughout the community. So not everybody needs to know that Joe Rogan is the best podcaster or that Tim Pool has the best YouTube thing. I'm, I don't mean, I don't breathe. I don't even know who these people are. I'm just saying that. But, you know, nobody needs to, I don't even know who these people are, but I know that those are words that get said. So when those kind of words get said in the community, like, you know, it just, you don't have to even be a podcaster. I'm trying to think of somebody else who's like a sports thing, like Michael Jordan. You know, I don't know now about sports, but I know Michael Jordan's a big deal in sports. So sometimes I think it doesn't need to spread to everywhere as long as the awareness is there. You know, it'll, we'll be in a better place when somebody can be having a conversation and go, you know, I'm not sure, but I know the ladies of the DC project take care of stuff like this because, you know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a whole different world. Uh, that's a great point, though. That could be a good uh, T-shirt. Well, the first part, light is a disinfectant. DJ say it at Woods. Oh, what the hell's going on? Am I see? I don't know what's happening. You're seeing what I'm seeing. Am I? Uh, am I? Um, these comments are coming up without me seeing them, or are they popping up after I moved, scrolled down? So DJ saying he's good with the Daisy version. 
we should get uh, people who are on all sides of the political spectrum to support 2A. Well, I think that's happening. We should support the people on all sides of the political spectrum who support 2A. How about that? Because we do have them. That's the thing. And pretty much the only things that we're missing, on, I think, that I'm aware of is old people, the elderly. Uh, there's nothing for differently abled. And there's nothing for Hispanic at all. Well, there's one, but it's mean. And then there's like another one that's, I, I don't know if it represents, you know, it's a big uh, section of the world to try to represent. Uh, except for like uh, some stuff that's in Spanish language. There's nothing like a, a national level thing that's focused on that. I don't know if there needs to be, but there's not anything at the national level organizations that puts everything in Espanol. And how hard would it be for an organization making millions of dollars to spend a couple of hundred thousand or even a couple of thousand, a couple of tens of thousands to create a campaign to teach Spanish with a focus on Second Amendment? I'd like to do that. I've been asking people since I met Travis. Remember that guy, Travis, who does a show, Caliber Corner? He's a Spanish teacher. And whenever I first heard that, I was like, hey, man, let's do a Spanish conversation every Wednesday. Um, I'm down here where there's a lot of Border Patrol. And most Border Patrol speak Spanish, if not fluent in Spanish. And it's one of the things that you know, you'd want to be able to do if you're on the border, international border with Mexico. And um, they learn it by being immersive. They, uh, I've met the people that teach them or some people who have coached them, I should say, and they're super cool. And they didn't use anything magic. They just learn and then do immersive um, opportunities. They would get together on Wednesdays, for example, and just speak Spanish. So why doesn't the gun, why doesn't the firearm community have some sort of uh, effort or campaign like 2A in Espanol, where we all speak Spanish and learn another language and outreach, whatever. And who cares what the optics of it are? Let's just do it. Let's all be better. Uh, what if it's teaching mechanics or science? Uh, there's a guy called the Santa Shooter. He's an awesome example of firearms community. He's a guy that got in a situation. He was wearing a Santa suit. Everybody gave him a bunch of attention because of it, and he wrote a book. And because the news called him the Santa shooter, much like what's his face who shot some pumpkins and became mildly famous for an afternoon shooting some pumpkins and then use that uh, awareness of seeing the numbers and the YouTube channel and understanding that, Hey, if I won't, if I don't want to go in a direction, but instead I want to go where the money is. If I want to go where the views are, when you get to see a bunch of metrics in front of you then you get to decide oh wow now i can see exactly which way is not necessarily the path i want to go down or the path i should go down but here's the path that has the most lucrative this is the most lucrative path and then once you have access to that level of analytics and that level of uh momentum you can you're just running at a different level same way if someone were to sit in a formula one car and get to drive it around a track, they're going to understand driving differently than someone who just commuter drives every day, right? You just never had the opportunity to get behind the wheel of a Formula One. Once you have, you go, oh, okay, I can drive this. And then you just get yourself a Formula One and you keep driving it if you want. So, you know, there's 
um, there's, I don't know where I was going now. I went off on the tangent of the race cars and started thinking about running race cars. It's getting late. We should uh, get with people who are on all sides of the political spectrum to support 2A. I don't know where I went with that. So, um, yeah, I think I was saying support the people that are already doing it, and then I went off somewhere. So, okay, that one went off somewhere. Think of that one as that car I was in got wrecked. So now I'm walking back to the thing, and we're going to see. Smeggy says, I think the email is good, but then again, I've already been part of Every Second Matter for years. Now, the email said tomorrow, and then it said somewhere in there, July. So it's confusing as if it was this month or if I accidentally sent out last month. And then I think I put, I, I copy and paste. So I copy and pasted last month, and I changed the time this year, this month. Uh because it's not on a weekend or whatever, I've made it a different time and, or like later in the day. So I think I put the wrong date and time or at least two times and two dates in the same email. So I'll send another one in the morning. So super agree, Smeggy, particularly the non-gunners. Most people don't care about guns anymore than chainsaws or blenders. Right, and that's where I think there's some potential there. So we don't have to make them care about guns. We can just allow them to understand our interest. And that's an opportunity. Storytelling, awareness, sharing, cooperation. You know, there's like so much fun stuff in there. And sometimes it feels like we don't have time. Like, oh, we needed to have done this already. And then you remember that 25 of the 50 states have constitutional carry, that 50 states have concealed carry, that while not all the states are going 100% good direction all the time, more and more people are aware of the plight of those states that are having struggles and can tell you which states they are. Back in the day, they would just say those communist states. Now they can probably mention some people who live there. So while we haven't gotten to a point because we don't live in the booming economy of the 80s where everybody's sitting on tons of cash and looking for things to spend it on and you know idly investing in things and watching a booming internet and everything you know we're living in a world where uh people don't have those op those just you know those abilities but uh we are living in a time when you know we're not we're living in a pretty decent time uh, we haven't lost everything, but we do have some people running around with knives and hatchets that are that are crazy and uh, being reckless. All right, so then we get to, oh, that was that one. Um, so I guess what I was saying is we have the opportunity to educate, and I don't mean like, here's how a gun works. Like, we're pretty nerdy about that, but... I try to offer when I show some of the girls on Instagram, when I look at some of the girls on Instagram, I know that I'm only looking at like a few of them that I can tolerate that like aren't weird and don't step on American flags or do weird stuff with American flags or just whatever. But, uh, you know, and I'm definitely only looking at a flavor. I don't look at that many competition shooters. I look at ones that are mostly focused on 2A. Imagine that. So uh, if they have 2A posts and whatever it is they're other interested in, I'm usually watching. Some of them are kind of interested in fashion and that kind of stuff. Some of them, I guess, are more interested in like teaching families and that kind of thing. Some of them are interested in uh, empowering victims or uh, potential victim people, like people that might be in a 
position to be a victim. They want to let people like prevent that from happening and power people. So there's that kind of stuff. And it's, it's, that's the stuff I'm seeing. But then again, there's hunting, like I don't even watch all the hunting girls. There's tons of hunting girls and stuff. So all of that stuff is, um, is off is opportunity for regular people, people out in the middle of nowhere that don't care about guns at all to understand that gun ownership is just a normal thing. And that a spectrum of people I was trying to think about girls and shooting, how long you've been around and how long girls and shooting have been around. Like back in the day, it would have maybe been somebody's mom or sister or something like that, like going with the family, like, oh, I'll participate. But, you know, they probably didn't care. They weren't an enthusiast, probably. There might have been a couple of like girl nerds that were into guns, but and their dad would not have been like, no, you can't be into guns. Their mom might have been like, that's not the thing to do. But how many dads are going to be like, no, my girl's not going to be into guns. In fact, I can't I don't think I can name one. I don't even think I can name one. There must be some dude out there who wouldn't like his girl to be into guns. Every other person I know would. Maybe some of the moms would be like, that's not proper or something, or it's not, we don't like it. But anyway, I'm just saying, like, that's uh, that's the kind of opportunity we got going forward. Um, Let's see. I got, somehow I got way out of messed up, so I don't know what's going on. It's probably because I zoomed in. No booth tactical muffin top says no. I don't know what that means. So there's the light is the disinfectant one. Big group tables get nothing done. One side doesn't know what the other side is saying. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like a giant table. Um. I mean, I hear what you're saying. That's not the only element, though. And there's something to be said, because that's like saying a conference is useless because there's 400 people showing up, and so nothing can get, no one can hear what the other person's saying. But then there's more going on. So bringing those people to the table means that they stood in the same room. That means they might have been standing outside getting their coats together or, like, meeting their horses or their cars or whatever era we're talking about. So... You know, that kind of thing. Like, there, there's this residual or the adjacent stuff. But I hear what you're saying. Like, at the table, you're right. Unless somebody's, like, lecturing so everybody hears the same thing, it can be chaos. But at the same time, it depends on what we're talking about. If we're talking everybody gets together once, yeah, that's foolish. But if we get together on a regular basis, then it's perfect. I really think it is. Like, to, I would think having a gun rights policy conference, ideally once a month, would be awesome. Because... Sometimes it would be super interesting and awesome, and other times it would be super boring, and you'd know stuff about people you didn't need to know. But then when you needed to fight, you'd know, like, oh, I can't put that person in charge of that. They hate water. Or, like, I can't put that a person over there. They hate horses. Or, you know, whatever the hell the fight is. If there's a person that hates seahorses, then you're in trouble. Uh, let's see. Smeggy says, I don't think we need a bunch of groups for each type of person. Something like 2A for E is great. Oh, that's interesting. Well, what if you're that kind of person, though? It's nice of you to say we don't need a group for, uh, I don't know, big, fat, purple people. But big, fat, purple people might not like, you know, sweating in front of little skinny people and or whatever. So big, fat, purple people might like uh, hanging out together and doing their thing. Now, when big, fat, purple people exclusively hang out with each other 
I don't think that's a great idea either. So, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Tony's thing is really unique to New, to, to New Jersey in some ways and unique to the era in some ways. Because I don't think you could drop down 2A4E, you know, everywhere, like in wherever, any era and any place, because it, we need to be open and welcome and inclusive, which we always have been, but it's super easy now. Like now it's everybody's inclusive about everything all the time. Uh, back in the day, it would have been different, right? You would have had to find a place where somebody wasn't weird and somebody was cool about it. There's always been people inclusive, I should put it that way. There's always going to have been weird people being weird, which is probably weird people being weird today, too. But uh, I think it's way more easier today. And you got the Internet. So now instead of Tony having to say, hey, I'm doing this thing and then depend on the number of people that show up at the gun shop or the range or whatever, or what he can actually get the word out about. Now that word can spread and stuff like that. But I don't think that... Um, that would work for everybody. Like I'm not necessarily going to go to an introduction to gun thing unless I was super bored, right? Like I'm it's just not my thing. So I like that it's happening and I'm all down with it. I'll help out if I can, but I'm not necessarily going to show up and just, I mean, I don't even talk to my friends about whatever new gun they bought. If you gave me $1,000 to tell you who bought a new gun, I think Gizzard bought an LCR. That's the only thing I know because I own an LCR. I could, you could give me $1,000 to tell you somebody else who bought a new gun out of the dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of people I, own, I know, and I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you if they bought a new car either. But I can tell you who was like in the chat with me listening to Gun Freedom Radio or something like that. You know, I know who's around doing stuff. You know who chats more? Oh, shit, I'm going to put this up as a thing. First off, you're all wrong. How the hell is table and booth equal? Come on. Y'all need to get more tactical. So now I'm putting up another one. Who is in more chats? 2A chats. Hold on. In more 2A chats in 2022, not forever. Because I'm in more forever. And I won't put myself on the list. So who is in more 2A chats? DJ, who y'all know. He's in here right now. And I know because I'm in more than them, both of them, or Mike White. You didn't see, oops, I don't have any other ones. You didn't see that coming, did you? I don't think he's in here right now because it's kind of late. But if it's a daytime chat, who's in more chats? Thing is, none of y'all are in as many chats as these two. So some of y'all, I bet you those two are in every single chat that y'all are in. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Um, all right. So, uh, I don't think we need a group for each thing. I don't think we do either, but I think Hispanics need a, something, a, a place at the table. And if that's an organization, fine. But I don't think two people or like a group is going to show up and be like, here, I'll just speak for all Hispanics. So that's a dumbass way of saying anybody who uses the Spanish language anyway. So it's just a ton of people. So it's literally two continents plus half of Europe. So it's, it's ridiculous. But uh, at the same time, I just think it'd be cool. I mean, I live right down here next to you know large international border where a bunch of people speak Spanish. So 
to me, it seems like a no-brainer. If a billion people on the planet can are bilingual, most everybody on the planet's bilingual. The small minority of people that ain't is us. So as gun owners, let's get bilingual. We're better than antis when we're bilingual, right? Because we know more. It means we know at least double the words. And it's super easy. Like Spanish couldn't be easier. It's basically the same language except with a bunch of L's in front of it. And some, some of the words are different. So we could totally win that one. But I hear you. But that's why. And then old people, come on. We all get old. Come on. I don't know how we don't have an NRA elderly or whatever. The only reason we don't have it yet is because the old people haven't gotten old yet. Uh, the boomers are about to get old. So we'll have them. Uh, I guarantee you the $16 million one will exploit the shit out of it. Uh, a couple of the other ones will probably figure out that there's a bunch of money when those people retire and start spending money and doing other things that the NRA figured out a long time ago. And uh, then everybody's going to be falling over backwards. The reason we need to be paying attention to them is because we're all going to get old, of course, and we should be respecting our elders. But also it's an awesome tactic to get rid of stupid things like the NFA and get people's mind out of the whole like guns can only be used for self-defense right now we send people i don't know how many i don't want to get too morbid here but we send old people to get old and just leave us alone and then we send minimum wage people to make sure they don't die kind of so it's kind of lame so giving people something to do that's individual yet also social such as plinking come on why don't we give old people air guns and stuff why don't we let old people teach young people marksmanship Give them stories. Use it as a catalyst, just like cooking should be, just like their other skills that they might have had, their building skills or their engineering skills, their computer skills. The aging populations that we have are resources for the young that are untapped. And we want kids to get off phones. We got old people that don't even know how to be on phones. So again, something somebody's going to come up with that. It's the cooking community. I don't know. We all eat, but there's no cooking community. Is it going to be the car community? We all have cars. There's no car community, right? Is the gun community? We get, we're singular. We get attacked by people. So having a bunch of old people teaching young people about guns and stuff, that seems like a, a potential, a, an, an angle. So, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but we need a couple more. We don't need a group for everybody. Like left-handed people, they don't get a group. Nine-millimeter shooters, come on. What, are they going to have an organization? We don't need nothing like that. UVC light is a disinfectant. Yeah. I got UV the other one, and it isn't a disinfectant. I got, or no, I got the UVC. I got UVC light, and I needed UV something else to make patches glow. UVA or whatever. So stupid UV light has different letters in it. You don't know it. Uh, hey, I didn't know that about Travis. Yeah, Travis teaches Spanish and computers to kids. I forget what, I don't know what grade. Old enough that they know how to work computers and speak Spanish. So they must be, I don't know when they started learning Spanish. I think we learned languages in like fifth grade. No, not fifth grade, junior high, whatever the hell that is. Seventh grade, seventh grade maybe. I don't know what grade he teaches. Um, I don't know if they have grades anymore. Who the hell knows how schools work? I would be interested in taking a 2A Spanish class. Hell yeah. So we'll do one eventually. I tried to get a couple other people I know who speak Spanish. Problem is people that speak Spanish got no interest. What the hell do they care, right? So it's got to be people that don't speak Spanish and 
usually an instructor gives a shit for some reason, right? But we need to find one. But I'll be down, and we'll do. I'll do an hour of this show each week in Espanol because uh, I think it's necessary. It's not necessary, but it would definitely be a great uh, tangent to take a show on or a project into. Imagine having all of our resources bilingual, and then think about this: What if? Because I don't care about my origins. My origins languages are horrible, like lame languages are stupid. So I'm much more interested in reading, relearning Spanish as an interesting language that people use around me and kind of thing. So what if uh, in Florida everybody spoke spoke some other, like Cuban? And then what if in some other city they speak German? And then some other city, what is that country? Or no, city in Canada, they all speak French, right? I think in New Orleans, they speak French. So, you know, there's going to be people with their own thing. What if we have these uh, multi-translated things, but not necessarily the AI doing it for us, gun owners doing it and teaching each other. So anyway, I think that's kind of neat. Immersion works for most people, but you really got to spend time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, those teacher guys. Yeah, I've heard of them. I met that guy at a 2A rally. What guy? Learning parts, names, and firearms references in Spanish. El Barrierlo. See? El Primero. It's easy. It's probably, I'm pretty much sure that's what it is. Uh, GMG. That would be great. What is GMG? Uh, Marcus. I think he runs a trade school in Detroit. Oh, the Spanish speak, or the, the uh, Santa shooter. So... I forgot where I was going with that and how I got off tangent there, but uh, Marcus is, I don't think anybody has ever done anything as valid with their frame and recognition from uh, a situation like he was in. So he was minding his business and he did what had to be done. And that resulted in the news calling him the Santa shooter because he had, he was in a lethal force incident. I think he was in some sort of a, incident with his firearm that made the news and he was wearing a santa claus suit because it was christmas time or whatever i think he was defending his girlfriend or something so something happened i forget i don't know and he wrote a book about it and then instead of being like oh i'm gonna lean into that and what blah 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 he took the reputation and um what's the word of recognition or the uh the spotlight that was on him and did he buy a YMCA? I'm thinking I'm, I'm conflating two things. He bought a building though, a giant facility so that he could teach people in Detroit, kids in Detroit, HVAC and electronics and like electrical electronics, like putting a house together, putting a factory together, the type of electronics, uh, facilities management, those kind of things like useful, uh, employable skill sets in a trade school type environment. So he used all, I don't know if he had that ambition before and this just enabled him, or if he decided I can do anything with this potential, here's what I'm going to direct it towards. And I think every once in a while people have him on to say, Hey, this guy wrote a book and look at how cool, but that should be like a ongoing, um, what's the word? Like an ongoing, uh, update like let's let's get updated with what's happening i don't even know what the project is called but like let's 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 uh get our monthly update with what's happening with that project 
again to awareness inspiration and then so folks know uh what's happening so anyway so that's another thing that you know by education or by um taking something in a different direction than what they expect us to do the normal we'd uh we could win or we'd do better than we're doing normalize guns and gun ownership i agree that's a tough one you know we got Doc david or professor yamani doing the guns are normal thing we've got uh no i think it's open source defense doing the guns are normal no who is it doing the guns are normal somebody's doing guns are normal and that yamani guy wore that shirt around he might have been doing it somebody's doing the guns are normal but uh, the problem is whoever's doing the guns are normal is not a normal gun owner. They're a new modern gun owner. So that's cool and everything, but there's that other side of it, right? Like if you're going to make guns normal, then let gun owners be. How about that? Like let gun owners be weird. Let gun owners be ornery. Let gun owners be upset. Let gun owners be happy. Let gun owners be generous and gracious and let gun owners be dicks. Because guess what? We're all free and we all have the same rights. So that's one of them things that uh, yeah, I don't know how to wake people up to that. But we're living in a place and a time when people are all about, you know, being comfortable with each other and being aware of each other and leaving each other alone. So we just definitely have to get this one issue into that realm, right? Off of the weird table where it's at, where everybody can do everything except own guns. Let's see. My words are correct about the bad people out there. My opinion, the barbarians are at the gate. Haven't yet, haven't broken in yet. With the flu, the hate juice, and they're being given sandwiches and a drink to be anti-2A. I don't know. I mean, I don't think there's that many barbarians. Barbarians would make me think like people who've prepared for war. I think there's people who are upset that might get, you know, Hey, go park over in that parking lot, and then we're going to park you, and we're going to bus you over there so it's efficient and so that you don't have to just wander around all these dangerous gun owners. We don't want you to have actual conversations with them and find out that they're normal or maybe even get your mind changed about your, your, you know, you're angry. So why don't you park in this parking lot over here and then, you know, some safe space, and then we'll drag everybody over there together. We'll get everybody out. We'll yell. We'll scream. We'll get our photo ops and we'll leave. So if you look at it from that angle, these people aren't necessarily mad at us. They're mad and they're being offered an opportunity to do something that they feel is useful. Their First Amendment right to assemble and First Amendment right to free speech. And they're attempting to do the same things we want to do, create an awareness of their plight and potentially uh get our awareness over there so if we expect them to get our awareness let's let's give us you know their awareness let's be aware of them now at the same time who's going to take them up on that like boston free lunch or whatever um a-holes some a-holes right but let's also give an opportunity for the people who showed up on that bus that ain't some dick and ain't some a-hole and ain't yelling and screaming because the people yelling and screaming were standing amongst other people who are not doing all that stuff so let's be aware that those people are out there too. And I just don't want to call them barbarians. That gives us that us and them type of thing going on. So while they may be amongst some barbarians, their strategies to, to fool the barbarians, to you know, 
sh dangle a shiny thing and then throw it so all the barbarians go running. Uh, there's there's ways to get them disenfranchised so that the people with the true motivations to care, like when I had that first poll up, I think there are people out there who seriously just don't want to see violence and bad things happen. And they're being told that gun owners are somehow ambivalent, ambivalent to that, or we could, you know, we're somehow prioritizing our our vices over, you know, these lives that are happening or, you know, deaths that are happening. So when we know there's people out there that are good and their, you know, situations are that they have not met a gun owner or something, there's there's that. And I'm not saying we're going to be able to meet them all, but I'd like to see us at least understand that that's an element and, a, and attempt it. I know there are people who are attempting it, so I shouldn't say that. I'd like to see us support and uh, shed light on those who have attempted and even those who have failed. Because uh, the people that have failed have either failed because they've lost uh, the drive, they've lost the uh, interest in doing it, uh, or they've lost the ability to do it. So they either died or they lost all their money doing it or some kind of bad repercussion, right? They lost all their credibility in the community because attempting to reach across the aisle is seen as somehow weak or bad or ignorant or something. So, you know, we have to be willing to understand that there's people out there that are tempting and trying and have, some of them might be unscrupulous. Some of them might be sheeps in wolf's clothing that came over here and are doing stuff weird. But seriously, if you really think, I mean, really put an effort towards that train of thought there's an anti-person who's going to come hang out with gun people to mess with us like they'd have to have some pretty big book cojones so i mean it's possible but i just think that's going to be very very few people and i think it's going to be fairly obvious to figure out you know, like the one that's wearing the like i like guns too guys like hat and the i hate the antis too shirt you know like that kind of thing they're a little, usually a little bit too obvious I'm just ranting at this point, an hour and a half in. DJ says, I've heard from several women with brothers that they were discouraged. But I also know far more growing up that did at least hunt with their fathers in our family. So we're talking about girls with guns, I guess. I've heard from several women with brothers that they were discouraged. Like their girls were discouraged by the dads. But I also know far more growing up that did at least hunt with their fathers. Well, you live in Nebraska, so I guess that's true. Where I lived at, a person who wanted to go hunting wanted to go hunting, and it had to be like you couldn't just walk out the door and go hunting. It had to be a big event, so there had to be some reason. So if you had kids and you were going to leave your kids behind, you know, that's, that's not pro going hunting. That's like a reason why you shouldn't go hunting. But if your kids go with you, now you're spending time with your kids blah 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 now it's another reason you should go hunting so even for that reason but more and often everybody i know loves their daughters and they want their daughters to be stronger and more aware so they're going to have the experience of hunting go to their daughters as well as their kids now i'll give you that anybody i know who took their kids hunting and as a kid everybody who went hunting if you went hunting and you didn't like it very few people made you go again like if you like it you like it and if you don't you don't but if you like it, then fuck yeah, you can go with us. Like, you're going with us now. You're one of the hunting crew. So, especially people with multiple kids. Like, I knew people who one kid didn't like hunting and one kid did. And that kid went with everybody and the other kid didn't. Right? Just like some kids like going to sports and some kids like music and stuff. So, you know, there's, there's lots of different things. 
it turns out there's all kinds of variation out there. Uh, let's see. So then Woods is saying, I'm old enough to remember when camping in family groups, the boys went to shoot. Girls really didn't go. Don't remember why. Yeah, I never had that experience, so that's a little bit different. The traditional roles were still really enforced. Normalized guns, normalized gun ownership. Yep. Uh, I personally believe we need to revisit. We need to revisit to correct our course. Traditional roles. I'm not sure. I don't think there's an easy answer, but there's definitely an answer. And I think it's intent, not, you know, it's acting with intent. It's deciding on a direction and direction and working towards those goals as opposed to, well, I'm going to sit here and watch and see what happens. Let me grab a bag of popcorn and watch or more like, let me grab a thing of hot Cheetos or whatever. The big fat purple people with one eye must say, come on. Let's not marginalize anybody here. Um, Mike and any chat. Oh, I see. You're talking about the poll. Yes, either DJ and Mike are in any chat I'm in. Many times both. Uh, I have been near the top. Uh, there's a lot of chats, man. There's a lot of chats. A lot of chats. DJ cheats by having his phone with him all the time. And I don't know what uh, Mike's thing is. I think Mike just cares because he's in color in California and he's trying to uh, be aware, but I'm not sure. Uh, locked and loaded should be cool with it. No, they definitely are not down with it. Both of them are too busy. I don't think Rolando cares, and Joe said that she's too busy. Uh, Gunmetal guy. Oh, damn! What the hell was that? That was like a long time ago. Oh, were you just saying something to him? Oh, then I don't need to go back if you're just saying something to him. Anybody watch, JJ put this flag up for some reason, made me think of, I was watching, on the recommendation of people home, I quit listening to, I was watching this stupid ass show that's on Apple TV, I think, about uh, if the Soviets got to the moon, well, Soviets went to space first and then they went to the moon first. And then, like how the it's a it's a show about the U.S. space, uh, what do you call it? like NASA during the '60s, but if the Russians got to the moon first, it's stupid as hell. It sucks. It's like the dumbest crap ever. It's interesting to watch because they spent all kinds of money attempting to make it look like the old days, but. It's like this cheesy shit version of the old days. It's going to get boring. So, you know, having lived in a world in the 70s when it was just after the 60s, I've lived in that world. So I've definitely seen authentic versions of the 60s, and it's super boring. There's nothing all that flashy. Watching these, like, fake-ass, like, little kids trying to describe what the 60s is like with without budgets like with these mass or we should say with without limits on their budgets it's it's interesting but it's like watching willy wonka try to do the 60s it's it's weird so it's a it's 
I watched a couple of shows of it and then I quit watching it. I couldn't watch it. So I don't know if anybody's got any opinions of that thing, but people I listened to said, Oh no, it's a good show. It's so good. Blah, blah. You should watch it. It was stupid as hell. Uh, let's see. He def defended a girl being attacked by a few people. They threw the book at him, and even though it was clear self-defense. Oh, you're talking about Marcus. Thank you. So I appreciate giving us the real deal. And then here's his Instagram. Thanks for that. DJ says, discouraged by either or both parents. Lots of dads did really enjoy hunting with their daughters for sure, though. And then uh, really thinking about the numbers were more balanced when it comes to fishing. Now, I knew way more girls... I think I know way more girls that hunt because hunting, they could just pull the trigger, do their thing and then walk away. Like nobody expected them to go get a bird or anything. Every once in a while, if they're going to go get a deer, right. But they didn't have to cut apart the whole deer. Nobody has to cut apart the whole deer unless I don't know what you got going on there. Usually a dad's take it and do the business, but uh, fishing. Yeah. Most girls think fishing's gross. That's just because they're weird. Um, you don't know who Woods was referring to, and he said, no. Oh, I think you're replying to my thing. Okay. All right, well, so at this point, we're half an hour and a half in, and I'm really just talking to the folks out here in the live chat. I didn't have a script tonight. Uh, my goal was to talk about motivation, talk about how we're about to get into a crazy ride here, uh, just to call the shot, like, hey, we're about to get weird, and a lot of people are about to just open up the drawer, thumb through, like, a stack of folders, and go, this is the one, and they're going to play that same old song again. And, you know, we talked about, I asked people to throw some suggestions in here. I think we've kind of touched on a couple of them. There's a, a playlist. There's a a group of these things that they're going to go to and they're going to choose which one works. Some of them will be better than others. Oh, here's a question before we head out. So it looks like the, the poll now is who is in more chats, DJ or Mike White? Hmm. Now DJ's in a lot of chats, but who's in more two a chats? Cause DJ goes to more chats. I don't call everything a two a chat. So don't forget about that. Um, I don't know if I know. I'm going to tell you it's that close. DJ is in more chats, yes. But DJs are just gun chats. Mike White might be in those chats, but I'm not in those chats. I'll look at those chats and I'll see DJ and I'll be like, okay. And I'm, you know, I don't stick around. And they're just all talking about whatever gun they just bought. I don't stick around those chats very much. So um, I don't know. What does DJ think? He would know. He sees me. Or Mike, I'm sure, in just about, well, in some kind of ratio to each other. But anyway, um, I was going to end this one. What the hell was I going to ask? I was going to ask a question on the way out here. No, oh, I can't remember what it was. Um, it was something about what I was going to ask. What do you think? Will 
Dang it. That was a two-parter, too. It's just like two questions, so it would have been really easy, yes or no, or like which option do you think? That's what happens when you're sitting here talking to yourself to a wall, and there's nobody here to try to remind me what I was just talking about. Dang it. I should have left myself a note. If I was listening to somebody, I would have left myself a note, and then I could have put it over here. Nope, I can't think of it. All right, well, maybe we won't have another poll. We are going to have a show tomorrow. It'll be Every Second Matters, so I'll be asking a bunch of activists to get together and ideally not talk about news of the day, but instead talk about some of the stuff we talked about tonight, how we can keep the conversation moving, how we can be more effective, how we can start to learn from these situations that we're experiencing uh, learn how the antis are approaching it, where they're getting their data, how the middle people, those people that are indifferent or could care less, how they're reacting, how they're um, affected. And, uh, well, at least that's my kind of goal, is to talk about how we can keep that conversation in the big picture going. In a lot of ways, uh, I think this week, this month, is going to be a crazy one, I suspect, just my sticking my finger up into the wind. I suspect not too many people are going to show up tomorrow because I don't do a show where uh, all I do is complain and bitch and moan or yell and scream and get angry or get all butthurt. You know, oh, um, I, this shouldn't be happening to us. Like, I can't believe this is happening to us. We're so good and they shouldn't be able to do this to us. You know, I don't do that kind of stuff and I don't usually just sit there and listen to people do that. So I'm not sure how many people are going to show, you know, that they're going to either think that's what the show's about and not want to be part of it or just be so used to that, that they're either looking for that or, you know, not looking for that. Plus it's in the kind of the middle of the day, but we'll see what happens. Um, I was saying though, that the real point of this is to the point of every second matters point of one element of this show especially the Monday show, is to can have a consistent awareness of motivation and our impact as individuals in the big stream scheme of things. We're all able to do things and have, uh, have influence on different scales and different times and in different ways, you know, with different people and that kind of stuff. So there is a lot of value to uh, keeping a focus on this. So that's uh, not something that is easy to put into a box and then dust it off and bring it up and be good at it whenever is necessary or when it's feel like it. So having these shows all the time, again, this, every second matters for sure. And this one a little bit is to make it so that we're able practiced and available when it's necessary. Now we can lead a horse to water, but we can't make them drink. So, you know, again, I'll create the platform and I've kept it alive. It's probably a good time for people to get together and we could have some constructive conversation, but at the same time, don't get all upset if everybody doesn't show up. Uh, we haven't established a, uh, any kind of, uh, form or a format, I guess, of getting together and having people think rationally and without getting excited and use a, 
a conversation, a group public conversation to calm each other down instead of get each other worried or get each other upset. Most of the time, I think we end up trying to get each other upset, you know, get, keep each other worried. Every once in a while, get each other angry, that kind of thing. But to be optimistic and to be smart and to be calculating is uh, skill sets that as a community we can use. So that's the goal is every second matters in the big picture. Again, we've had too many of these cycles, too many of these ups and downs to suggest that just because we assume or it'd be great if people used it this way to think that, you know, to expect that people are going to use it that way. On the other hand, we may have a great show tomorrow. We may come up with a lot of executable, useful strategies, uh, objectives, you know, ideas, or projects that come out of it. We have had projects come out of Every Second Matters in the past. We have had people get motivated and you know, focus their ambition based on conversations there. So I don't want to rule that out either. Uh, thanks for... Um, those who support what we're doing so that we can uh, create the platform. And if anybody is able to join us tomorrow, uh, feel free. Uh, I still couldn't even say in a bunch of things again, didn't uh, make me remember what I should have uh, or what I was planning on writing down over here. So I guess I'm killing the poll. Sorry, I had a good idea for a poll for about five minutes. Looking forward to the A2M, horses should be offered straws more might be convinced. All right. First off, I'm offended because of the oceans. Don't you ever think about all the straws in the oceans? So with that, I guess we'll wrap it up and we'll say thanks to everybody for sticking around, joining us live. Uh, this is pretty much middle of the night for most people at this point, because when I run for more than an hour, uh, it gets pretty close to running towards midnight for a chunk of the country. So thanks to people that show up late or that stay awake late and show up for the show live if you're listening in the future so one of the podcasts or one of the video links out there feel free to leave a comment in fact you're encouraged to do so at some point when we decide eh, it's taking too much time i don't we're gonna have to drop it to less places you know we got to cut back then we're gonna have to make a decision so the comments and the thumbs up and that kind of thing are the indications of which which one shouldn't get the axe assuming we ever have to start axing chopping off some of the uh, sources. Right now, we're still running strong. We're posting them, uh, the audio of this on multiple different podcast platforms. Uh, we take the uh, video and uh, post it on YouTube. And when they're good, not one like this, that's kind of lame, uh, the good ones I'll post on the other video platforms. So whenever something's good and uh, you participate and make it good, then it gets broadcast out to multiple platforms. Well, not broadcast, but it gets streamed, it gets uh, copied out to multiple platforms after the fact. All right, with that, we'll end this one. Uh, let's see, we've got all kinds of good stuff happening on the uh, big channel, scheduled and uh, scheduled live stuff that will just happen. Uh, since there's some people out there, I guess I'll throw the link out here for an after chat if anybody wants to throw in and talk some strategy for some uh, projects that we got going on. Otherwise, we will say thanks to everybody for showing up, and we will be back to pick you up later. Hey, did you know that you could help support our future projects and let everyone know you're a fan of what we do? 
check out our print-on-demand store. We have a tab here on YouTube. When you click on it, you can choose from a bunch of different items. We have shirts and posters and coffee mugs. Click on the one you like. When you find the design you want to put on it, choose a color and a size if it's appropriate. And when you purchase these items, a portion goes to help fund our future projects. We really do appreciate your support. You get some cool stuff. When you get that stuff, post pictures here and on other platforms, and we'll hook you up next time you order from our gear website store. Thank you for your support of gunwebsites.com. Tonight's episode, Photo Finish. Thank you for supporting our projects. If you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, check out our Patreon channel. The guys and gals at gunwebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thank you for watching gunwebsites.com. Doot, 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 doot.